I would have ended that one sooner, but it seemed like we both had a lot to say. I mean, no, I think there was a lot to say. Jim Davis is my name. You're listening to Being Jim Davis. Move over, Dean Martin. Garfield's here. <laughs> my name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. <laughs> my name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. John, today is Tuesday, the 7th of August, 1979, and we are looking at the 415th ever Garfield. John, tell me what happens in today's Garfield. I accept everything that you just laid out there. Mm-hmm. Including the challenge to tell me what happens in today's Garfield? <laughs> yes. I've yes. thrown down the gauntlet, John. <laughs> I challenge you. I challenge you to I tell will, me what happens in today's Garfield. I will pick up that gauntlet and put it on my hand. Oh. That's right. That's what you do with a gauntlet. Um, wow. Chris... Shoes- Gauntlet's on the other hand now. In today's episode of Garfield, Mm -hmm. a prehistoric cave looks exactly like John Arbuckle's living room. (laughs) It's so true. (laughs) After going all out to portray the primordial beach, I don't know if I would use the phrase all out, but, but yeah. Yeah, bringing his his incredible artistic arsenal to bear, every weapon in his artistic arsenal to bear to portray the the primordial ocean of the late Devonian period. Mm. Yeah, he really brought his sea game for the first time in a while. Like, (laughs) it's 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 been kind of lackluster, but but uh, yesterday was really exciting. We are way we are back to the Z game, the standard. (laughs) Horizon line and nothing else. Well, horizon line, shadow, and nothing else. So, panel one, we have um, another sort of proto version of Garfield. Uh, this Garfield does not have a lizard body as he did yesterday, but he's huge. He's hunched over. Chris, he's... this is this is later. Yeah, I think he's... we're we're to take it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's super super furry. Um, got got more than just he doesn't really have the saber teeth, but he has a lot of teeth and claws showing. Mm-hmm. And he's he's like hung- a monster cat. Yeah, he's like hunched over yeah. and grimacing, sort of. And mm-hmm. standing next to him is, I guess, his caveman buddy. <laughs> I mean, I it, some of this is explained in the narration. So maybe we should get into that. Yeah, I went straight to the picture. You you know me. I'm a visual yeah, thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I well I learned by doing. So mm-hmm. I'm going to yeah. I'm going to do this narration. Okay. Uh and it says Do Garfield, you want to do it in a David Attenborough voice this time? I don't know if I can do a David Attenborough. Uh, let, me, let me see. Garfield's History of Cats. No, I can't. I, I like that. <laughs> I, that was I good. <laughs> that was good. The first cat, cat was domesticated about a million years ago. The cat, named Org, was owned by a caveman named Chuck. That was very good. Yeah? That was very good. Oh, so you think have, it would be Chuck? So we have Org on the left, Chuck on the right. Standard cave position. <laughs> I mean, 
I guess I can't argue with that. Stan Capo, for short, <laughs> in case we ever ever encounter a caveman strip again. Um, boy, uh, Chuck is very strange to look at, in my opinion. Uh, looks like an ancestor of Lyman's. Right? Mm-hmm. That is how it looks, which is interesting. Um, so he's, I guess it's worth saying he's almost smaller than the cat. Almost. Org. Well, I mean, like, it, it, the way they're standing, he looks a little taller, but I think if, if Org straightened up, he would be much taller than Chuck. He's certainly right. I, wider I, I see and you're, I see what you're saying. Chuck. But, yeah. like, by the standard of people and cats, house mm-hmm. cats, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, like, way smaller. Like, they're the same size, basically. Yeah, okay, look, if you if you submerged them both in mm-hmm. identical tubs of water mm-hmm. and measured the displacement, the volume of water displaced, Org would definitely be larger than Chuck. I knew we were going to talk about Archimedes today. I don't know. I, I had a feeling. Um, and- or, org is, is, not, is leaning up against... And, oh, sorry, Chuck is Chuck, leaning up against Chuck Org. Chuck is the name of the caveman. Chuck. Yeah, <clears throat> sorry. Uh-huh. Um, and he's, he's wearing... Oh, I'm sorry, go on. Well, okay. He, he's leaning up against the cat's face. Like, the way the way you, you kind of cross one, one leg over the other so and you lean against a wall, but he's so doing true. it right on the side of the cat's face. Mm-hmm. And he's smiling at the camera with his eyes closed. Yeah. And he has like a Lyman mustache, mm-hmm. an incredibly bushy hang down beard. A great and big then, bushy beard. And and see, it looks like his hair is thinning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I would say that. Oh, it's like sort of, uh, we, we've seen a character with hair like that, haven't we? Perhaps. Perhaps not in Garfield? Perhaps elsewhere. Kind of looks like Linus to me. Oh, it does look like Linus's hair. And I'll tell you what else, Chris. Mm-hmm. That loin cloth. Loin cloth. Or, we or... haven't mentioned the loin cloth, yes, yet. But He's yeah, wearing with a loin shoulder cloth. sash. That looks a lot like the uh, the the garb that the BC guys mm. wear. You know the it, comic it strip does. BC. Yeah, yeah, the comic strip BC. <sighs> yeah. I wonder. Um, I should. I should have googled that before I said it. Yeah. No. I'm. Uh, DC <laughs> comic strip. Let's get into that. Um, yeah. No. It's the same. It's the same style. Oh, it's oh, like the a one perfectly by by cartoonist Johnny Hart. Yeah. It's like a perfectly uh, rectangular uh, bottom part. Yeah. And then and then there's like a t- a thin like little uh, strap going over one shoulder. Looks exactly yeah. like the kind they wear in BC. It does. It does. And BC, John, predates Garfield. Uh, mm-hmm. d- regardless of whether we are discussing the comic strip or the era. Mm. Um, mm, mm, yeah, the comic mm, strip mm. debuted in February 17th, 1958. The era stretched from the beginning of time until the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, panel two? Yeah, panel two. The narration continues. While rumor has it nah, that Org... Ah, 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 ah. The narration narration continues. Do it right or don't do it at all. While rumor has it that <laughs> Org ate his yeah. owner. Love it. Love it. 
<laughs> I I, is that rich? I can't picture what his voice sounds like. No, I just know that he's right British and he's right like he's usually breathing. like sort of sort of talking quietly, like yeah, right into the microphone. Spring. That sounds good. Yeah. To me. Okay. The picture. Um, mm-hmm. Org is still there. He's kind of smiling in a grimacy way at the camera. But Chuck, this is delightful. Chuck has disappeared, <laughs> leaving only his loincloth, shoulder strap, and facial hair on the ground. Um, yeah, not even all of his facial hair, though. It looks like just the hair on top of his head. No, no, no. Look at that. That's his bushy Maybe beard. Maybe his mustache. Right there. That's not his beard. That's Where do you see his beard? Definitely his bushy beard. Because, John, what's delightful about this yeah, picture. Yeah, okay. I guess so. But it's it's a lot thinner. Yeah. I, I mean, it almost some looks of it like just eaten. a shadow of it. Like maybe there was an atomic bomb. Yeah. And this is just like the, um, you know, the, the um, what do you call it? The residue? The, the nuclear the, um, shadow? The nuclear shadow. Yeah. Mm hmm. What's, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what's delightful about this, or was until you brought up, you know, the uh, nuclear bomb, which is not delightful, is mm. that the uh, the clo- ten times more, Chris. That's what we need. The cl- ten times. That is that is yeah. That's just an, a fact about national security. Fucking um, moron. Oh God. What's delightful about this is the way the clothing and facial hair are arranged on the ground in exactly the right configuration, you know, as if Org is still there, or pardon me, Chuck is still mm-hmm. there. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Ten times. I like, uh, I like to see Org Garfield um, look at the camera mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Well, is this Ur Garfield? Maybe like, this I don't is know. an entirely different creature from the one if last it, week. If Let, it's Urgar, well, okay, there can be more than one. Can I? Uh, no, I guess there can. No, there <laughs> can only be by, one Urgarfield yeah, by definition. I guess. <laughs> um, I guess I guess yesterday's was then. Yeah, I mean, this I, is, I like the way Org is is uh, looking at the camera. Definitely yeah. agree. This is nine million years later. <laughs> right. Yeah. After That's all, how long so. it took for for yeah. cats to lose their scales. That's how long it took for cats to be domesticated. Mm. Now, okay. well, it and took it, a little longer, apparently. But yeah, again, um, my understanding of the contemporary science is that the domestication of cats goes back maybe ten thousand years. Ten thousand. Oh, if, if that, yeah, and. The early association between people and cats was really, it wasn't so much a domestication as like an association. Modern contemporary domesticated Mm. cats share, like they differ hardly at all genetically (laughs) with wild cat, contemporary wild cats. Like they're really, they're almost one species that are continually interbreeding. Like we've barely domesticated the cat at all. As evidenced by the fact that this cat ate the dude, apparently. (laughs) <laughs> right right they 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 uh i mean yeah yeah i guess so um i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess so whatever we've been i mean we've been working on dogs for that's, much longer that's some things you said <laughs> like dogs uh, dogs have been domesticated for like or you know in the yeah, process yeah, around like for 40, like fifty thousand years yeah, Something I would have like said that. forty, but we're both just pulling numbers out of our ass. No, I think that's true. Hey, I, you oh, know, did you Google it? F- first episode of the new Cosmos is about that. So, 
you know, I watched that like two years ago. I, oh, I think well, okay I, I think then. I like to think okay, I know what then. I'm talking about. Okay um, then. Uh, panel three. Historians maintain the family dog ate Chuck. And there's a dog behind Garfield now. It's um, I. Hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think of this family dog, Chris? What do you What do you think? Okay. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot going on here. Um. Like for one thing, uh, disputed remains of the domesticated dog go back to at least thirty-six thousand years ago. Fifty seems like pushing it, but whatever. You know, who knows? Um, <laughs> this dog is weird looking. I think because it's purple with a green muzzle. Mm. I like that its ears are kind of a, like similar a pea green to Odie's. Muzzle. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a really weird color. Yeah coloring there. I know the original was black and white, blah blah blah. We have one. No, have. I think this I think this one only was in <laughs> this, color. And this one <laughs> was a weird marketing stunt. They like a um, special special uh, uh edition on this one Tuesday in 1979. I like that the cat is just recognizably Garfield-esque. Whereas the dog looks almost nothing like Odie. Resembles Odie only in the shape of its ears. I think the problem there is that, um, you know, Odie has never been that kind of a foil for Garfield. Mm-hmm. Like they're not on, like Odie is just not on Garfield's level. True, true. Like like when Odie needs to be frightened by a dog, other uh-huh. than the first you know week, yeah, of Odie, like it, it, Davis has to you pull out like dog. some like yeah. like a neighborhood bully dog or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. True. Yeah. When I read this initially, I misread it as historians maintaining that the family ate Org. I kept getting Org and Chuck confused. Right. That that the dog ate the cat, whereas actually they're saying historians maintain the family dog ate the caveman, which I think is almost less funny. I, I it's not again. I feel oh. like I really enjoy the concept oh, yeah. here I, of Garfield's history of cats, but the jokes are not landing for me. I missed that. I I missed that until you laid it you out thought right it was now. The dog yeah, eating the cat too, right? Yeah, because that would make sense given the sentence structure. While rumor has it mm-hmm. that that the cat ate the owner, historians maintain that the family dog ate the cat. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas here now it's just dispute as to which an, which domesticated right. animal I mean, ate the dude. Which is also grammatically valid, but 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 the the implication, the clear implication of the drawing, is that the dog is menacing the cat. Let me be very clear: no oh, one is I, yeah, no one is please? no one is questioning Jim Davis's grammatical validity. Um, yeah, I, I, but I think you you hit the nail on the head. The panel three, the art strongly indicates that that dog's about to eat that cat. Okay. So there you go. Also, okay, just a last look. I don't want to get, I don't want to get pedantic here. That's not what this podcast is about. Mm, not at all. But this is not a thing historians would maintain one way or the other because there are clearly no written records regarding this cave family. 
Mm, that brings up not another a problem. matter for history. Like this is not history. This is prehistory. This is prehistory. This is a matter for the archaeologist, the paleontologist, the anthropologist, the paleobotanist, the paleocatologist, the xenobiologist, the paleoveterinarian. In which case, the entire premise of this uh, conceit is is invalid because it's Garfield's history of cats. This, but we're starting in prehistory, right? John, can I can I clarify one thing? Yeah. Uh, okay. As a dude with a literal PhD in history, I find <laughs> the distinction I made unnecessarily narrow and cramped. I have no problem referring to prehistory or archaeo as 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 parts of the the larger domain of history. I just thought it would be funny to say that, and it wasn't even funny. <clears throat> Well, I mean, there's different there's different definitions. Yeah, yeah. Sure. You know, it depends on the context. I think it's pretty clear from the context. Uh, that, I, prefer, I mean, this is fine. This I, is fine. I prefer a capacious version, but you know, mm. whatever. Yeah, what, I love whatever. a capacious version. I love a capacious thing. Okay, <clears throat> listeners, look, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis. I've been to Garfield, but I've never <laughs> been to me. <laughs> what? You heard me. <laughs> Don't be coy. Okay. Uh, you know that song. You can support the program by leaving the five I, star. I thought it was going to be uh, um, Ain't That Pretty at All by Warren Zevon. Okay. No, it was. this is a different one. Okay. All right. Is, I've been to paradise, but I've never been to me. Um... You can support the program by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. Why not visit the blog at www.beingjimdavis.com where you can leave us a comment, send us an email, info at beingjimdavis.com, corrections and complaints to sen, S-E-N, at beingjimdavis.com. You can follow us on Twitter at beingjimdavis. Follow me at the Chris Winter. And I'm at inscrutablecaco. I.am.the.worst on Instagram. I only post photos of my feet. I really like that you don't do it every day. You just do it like two or three times a week. It would get really cheap if the listener on their toes. Yeah, stay on your toes. No, 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 because I'm being Jim Davis and I'm being Jim Davis. Or you can do it, you know. Any other time. Any other time. Any other time, yeah. Thanks for listening, you bunch of animals. Thank you and good night.